Okay, we're. So I have to we're do going. an intro then. What yeah. are you doing? I don't understand what's happening now because you said you were doing the intro. No, I do the intro to the guest. So there's, the, an, there's an. You said we weren't going to mention the guest. Well, when there was a guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I've tweeted out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what does it matter that there's... The, anyway. You well, do an intro to the show. Yeah. And then I do an intro to the guest. Okay. That's, that's as simple as it is. Welcome to the day the dog came into... Um, I fucked that up. Welcome to the... Oh, fuck it up again. Right. Why are you doing free takes on I, the... I've messed it up twice, that's why. <laughs> we never worry about that. No. <laughs> Welcome to the day the dog came into the office podcast. Uh, it's me and Rob again. We're going to promise not to shout at each other quite as much. Um, he's he's less... He feels less confident today than he was last week because I haven't told him how many new subscribers we've got. All oh, right. So... How many have we got? I'm not telling you. Oh. Because then you feel like we've got some sort of responsibility. Is it a thousand? It's not a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've got to- one topic today, which is all about the fear of, of going on your own, either setting up your own business or going freelance. Typically, another topic will come in, usually about the fact that me and Rob haven't got any friends or are socially awkward people. Um, but uh, Rob's got some news, and he, he's told me I'm not allowed to ruin this news by telling you it before it happens. What's the news? So... We've got a guest. Have we? Yep. I know that, because he's sat next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to introduce him. Why can, Why don't I introduce him? I just think it, because I do the research on the guest. and, and Research? I... We've known him for years. <laughs> what research have you done? Yeah, but I, you do an intro to the show. Why are you taking over? I have to do I'm something. I'm the main host. You're my co-host. <laughs> that was what you said. Do what you want, man. Right. So... <laughs> You can hear him laughing. People will be like, hearing him laughing. Do the fucking intro. <laughs> do you want me to do it? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> why is it? This is why I do it. This is why I do it. Do I just intro himself? No, I've got a script. Right. <laughs> Say the fucking words on it then. Why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> right, just don't look at him. Look away from him, and then he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is rubbish, Rob. <laughs> Say the <Just> word. <laughs> so, joining us today, joining us to. <coughs> right, hang on. It's because I know you. <laughs> joining us today is Aidan Metcalf. Aidan is a freelance lighting camera operator. He took the plunge into business five years ago. <laughs> He's a father of two. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking at you. It's fine. He's the father of two lovely girls. <laughs> this is good start. I know. Is this the Hold intro on. I deserve? Let me do it again. <clears throat> Uh, Why don't you just let's do it? Joining us today is Aidan Metcalf. Aidan is a freelance lighting camera operator. He took the plunge into business five years ago and has never looked back. He is a father of two lovely girls, a Liverpool fan, a full-time fussy eater, and an interesting fact about Aidan, he was the Belden Cyclist of the Year in 1995. 19- <laughs> 
1996. That's very cool. Well, you was the what? Say it again, because you laughed. It was the Belden Cyclist of the Year in 1995 and 1996. How and old he, you and then? he was, and he, he told me he was in the paper and everything. What paper? In in the Belden paper. So, so, no, that's where you go for the truth. Telegraph and Argus. Hold on, I haven't finished. Telegraph and what? Argus. Argus. Was yeah. in the shop. No. It's here and there. Look, look it up. I'm not looking. You can, all right? Can I finish my script? I thought it was finished. Welcome to the show, Aidan Metcalf. Do we clap? It sounds like... Thanks for having me. Right. <laughs> Thank that you. That took way longer. It, 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 really. it, if we have like... someone we don't know, it is a bit... <laughs> I hope I it can't didn't go do... like that. <laughs> I think maybe we've just learned something. Maybe, yeah. I do the intros. No, I can do them. Why? But but it's you're... because I know Aidan. Right. It's funny. <laughs> you said it was an interesting fact. How old were you when you won this thing? Nine. Did that? Do you think that motivated you to start your own business or go freelance? No. No. Where are you going, Rob? Right. Well, Rob's left. So. I think you've hurt his feelings. You've lost lost your coffee. I've got my coffee. Right. So. No. So you know, in primary school, you do your cycling proficiency. Oh yeah. Where they where they nail the postcode onto your bike. Um, no, I don't know about Did that. Did you not do that? No, it was a lot of hand, yeah, hand signalling. Yeah, you do that, but also the nail your postcode on your bike just in case yeah. it gets robbed. Like anyone's oh, right. looking at the fucking postcode on the bike. I never passed mine. Maybe that How was did just you not the... pass it? Everyone passed I it. I forgot my bike. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well, I, I got the highest score in my class, so then got entered into a, a, a regional, I say regional, Bailden and Shipley. Right. Competition. Wait a minute, is it a race? No, you've you've got to resit the cycling proficiency test every time to win this. Th- it's just hold on. I thought it was cyclist, a race. Cyclist of the year. Yeah. So you just got to do a cycling re- thing and then a cycling thing, <laughs> a proficiency test. Yeah, proficiency. I can't say it. So you did it at primary primary school. I got the highest this mark is in my way school. Less impressive than I thought then, it was. Hey, I was in the paper and everything. Yeah, but I thought it was like, like a, it's on were, my CV. I, I thought you were in like a race. I thought you know in the. The, like the Tour de France or something, but I'm pretty sure that's what's got me in my last few jobs. Oh, the, not as a freelancer, but uh, full time work. Because it's on his CV. Well, it yeah. stands out. I think. But it's, but if you dig down a little bit, it's just he's able to indicate he's going left or right. I've got some on my else. CV, which what? makes me stand out. What? So when I was um, just getting into the industry, right? I worked on the Trisha show. Okay. And um, it was a Christmas special. Right. And uh, they needed uh, someone to lead the guests on the show for the makeup. Oh, so, so To have a makeover. Yeah, right. And I Wait was. Wait to lead the guests on? Yeah, yeah just listen. <clears throat> I was the Trisha Christmas Fairy. The Jesus. Trisha Christmas Fairy. And I led the, the guests on the show. Right. And then at the end, I, I had to like wear my wand above the head above the door and they appeared. And what then, did you wear for this? I had to wear the full fairy outfit. We need to find a picture of this. I can't find it anywhere. No, I can't find it. Even I've spoken to the producers that work there. No one seems to have this footage. That's more impressive than passing <laughs> your cycling proficiency test better than anyone else in the country. Like, but I should, like, Doesn't I'm, make me look good, though, does it? No. <laughs> but there's, there's a thing about like when you're basing, you were the best at the cycling proficiency for one year. When you go against the competition, people like Robbie doesn't even bring his fucking bike to it. Then it's is it it makes it less impressive, right? I remember my best mate being gutted that I'd beaten him. But on what? And like, what was he? What was the testing on? Well, just how good you were a cyclist. You were riding on the roads. I, 
I mean, well, guess well, what? Guess <clears throat> what? My mum and dad bought me as a little gift for winning a bike. No, uh, stabilizers. Funny story. A Is week, it funny? A week after, I rode my bike into Leeds Liverpool Canal, <laughs> <laughs> and I was—I uh, thought I'd seen my dad. What the other side to, of the canal? Walking towards me, and I was right. like, "That can't be my dad. My dad's at work." And I'm staring at him, and I veer off, and I end up in the canal. My mum's behind me with my auntie. She rushes after me, screaming. This man who I thought my dad were my dad pulls me out. My bike's at the bottom of the canal, so I'm gutted. But the worst part is I'm, I'm wearing double denim. So when you've <laughs> been in... on a cycling double denim. Double, when, oh, what's double denim? Wearing like, jeans denim, and a denim, denim shirt. Jacket. What do you mean, what's double denim? So I, Who wears I, that on a cycle? You're I, obviously not the best cyclist. You I, haven't got the cycling gear. I had to walk home weighing a ton because <laughs> it absorbs all the water. I mean, it's not... I, I know you think it's impressive... It's not as impressive as I think. I'm glad you're proud of it. I'm glad you're proud of being a fairy in Trisha. And I'm glad it's on your CV. Yeah. So my mum and dad bought me the uh, the Lion King on VHS. Right. That's a present you got? Yeah. Was that the year it was? 95? Is that when the Lion King was on? 94, 95, I think. It just come out on VHS. I thought you were like an actual like cyclist, not... Well, like... Like Chris Froome. Bradley Wiggins? Yeah. No, you just were able to indicate left... Whatever, forget it, right? Let's go back on topic. Yeah, so (laughs) we've got two topics. No, one topic this week. So how long did that... That's eight, we're not nine minutes. Why are you you counting it? I don't know. Just just trying to gauge how much time that's... Are you trying to fill it as much as you can? (laughs) I'm pretty proud that I've filled eight (laughs) minutes with... uh... With the, my with... laughing. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, so Aiden is a freelancer. Me and Rob worked with him at a different agency a while ago and they've kept in contact. And Aiden is a freelance co- uh, camera operator, a uh, DOP, you do lighting, you do a bit of everything, right? Um, I think since me and Rob have set up our businesses, we've used you quite a lot of times. Yeah. Started to, yeah. Started to. Mm. Tell us then, because the point of the topic is starting, right? Going on your own, making the leap. Do you know what's interesting? The, the right. topic? We all come from quite toxic... Um, Experiences. Work. Yeah. yeah. And we're all set up on our own. Is it that we're fear going back to that again? <laughs> <laughs> Is do... that why we're doing this? Is that our motivation? <laughs> do you think... So, Ada's difference was because Aidan's freelance and me and Rob are in our own business. Is that... For a start, why, it must why be I'm sure we'll get onto this later, but don't you think what I do is just a more watered down version of what you guys do? I don't know because we we mm. we've you you can let a job go and move on to the next one. So could you? I can't. Why is that? production, though? so I'm I've got pre-production, creative involvement. I've got a client liaison. And oh I've right, got, sorry. You mean let a job go as in not as in turn a job down? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you you know you have got your clients. Yeah, but in a way. You don't have to worry too much about that. From our perspective, from what we need to do, yeah, you know, it is a heavy involvement with clients. Yeah. But um, you don't. As a as a cameraman, you can just hand over the footage and leave, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does that? That's the cough. You've made the decision to do a specific task and do it really well. <clears throat> Whereas starting start a business and running it like an agency is is slightly different um, because you've got. You know, as a freelancer, you're not, you've not got staff. 
you've not got the worry of organising other camera ops and sound ops and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. um, why is why did you do that against doing a business? I think it was just the I felt more confident doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, starting doing that than starting this whole big age big, camera, age, yeah. big <clears throat> thing. You know, yes, I can and do a little bit of editing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, if you don't enjoy it, why? But and to be honest, I dislike producing. Yeah, I'm not. It's Rob's favourite thing. I'm not. Yep. Massively confident with clients. Yeah. Um, so why did you leave that? You because <clears throat> your job then, if you were working in a business, why did you leave? Because you were doing that specific task at the other agency. Is it not more secure for you to stay in a job that as a camera? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, obviously it was a big, big risk going from a, a secure, you know, monthly pay, yeah. knowing what I'm getting, um, nine to five kind of thing, um, to the complete unknown, not knowing what I was going to get, yeah. if I was going to get anything. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think I'd had assurances from that many people, you being one of them, yeah. that if you do go, you know... You'd get work. I'd get work. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but you have to, you're taking a risk. You have to lean on people's, like, fulfilling the promise a little bit that will give you work. Yeah. It's an exciting <clears throat> adventure, oh, really. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you don't know what you're going to do the next, the, next, the next moment. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, the day all my kit came. I bought all my own kit, and I remember that coming. It was, like, Christmas morning. But I was part of me was thinking, like, right, well, I've got Shit, I've got to do it now. I've got to, do it now. Yeah, yeah. I've got to pay I've, for it all. This conversation just this week with some, a friend of mine who is thinking about going on their own. And in fact, it was two different people. And they keep Did on you saying. inspiring? No. Okay. Um, there's two different people. And <clears throat> one of the, the. No, we don't inspire anybody, Rob. <laughs> so um, the thing that I found leaving, and these two people said something which I I'm sort of disagree with is that they want a bank of money to rely on. So they've got that, you know, that um, failure. They can fall back on the fact that, you know, they've got money in the bank, so they can go, oh, I've got I've got three months' worth of money in the bank. When I left, I didn't have any money in the bank. I had a couple of jobs that I'd done freelance, so there was some money came in when I first started. But I don't feel, that fear, I don't feel you can really do it if you wait until there's a certain amount of money in the bank. Because I don't... That, the leaving, we're doing what you did, buying all that kit. That was the bit that you just suddenly going, well, shit, I've got to do this now. I've actually got to do something because I've just taken a loan out and a load of fucking kits arrived at my house and you've not got a job the next day. I remember telling my wife um, that if no jobs came in, that I'd just go and shoot a load of stock footage. I've, I've never shot any stuff. No, because <laughs> since right. being freelance. But uh, why would you? It would make you no money anyway, would it? Really? Was that the reassurance you had to give her? Yeah. And she thought that would be. But there's no real reassurance in that. What do you do when you've not got a job on? Just kick back. Kick back. <laughs> kick back. <laughs> so you don't have to be searching for clients. No. You don't do any of that. You just you just you 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 rely on a number of clients. You hope that they come through to you for, through the website or or whatever. Luckily, I've I've never really been in a position where it's been that quiet that I've been forced to sort of go out and hunt for 
new clients or work or anything. Work's always generally kept coming in. Nice. That's um, the biggest question I get there. Whenever people who are thinking about it, they'll say, well, how do you get work? And I'm like, you, you don't really have much of a plan for it. It happens because nothing's more motivating than going, shit, I haven't got any work. And you have to go out and just come up with a plan. There's no set plan. It's magic, Stu. It's not fucking magic, it's hard work, Rob, is what it is. I tell you what, right, to go back to last week, that book is insane. <laughs> I read some stuff about it, it is absolutely insane. Nobody read that book, it is mental. Anyway. Please sponsor us. <laughs> Please sponsor us, The Secret. What's the name, Rhonda? I don't know, oh, just know it's good, yeah. It's nut job. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not magic, it doesn't, the universe doesn't just give it you. <laughs> Um, the work ethic's the thing that gets you there, I think. I do know a, a freelancer who's, you know, he's, he's uh, sort of close to retirement now. It's not and, like um, you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, he, I don't think he knows what day a week it is. Like, he doesn't even know, like, <laughs> week, it's even know, like, it's weekends. <laughs> his, his life is just, he'll do one job here and there, and then he'll literally just... Do the garden if he's not working on one day, or or do his kitchen, or do whatever. And it's like, I mean, that's I can't imagine a life like that. Like, I feel like I have to have that structure in a, you know, in in mind. And and well, why do you have to? Have that? I mean, you don't have to have that. I, I think don't part, have to have no. That, part of it is you get doing what we do. The goal is that you get to a point where you can delegate work out to people. That's what Aiden can't do. Mm. Also, I think you just you learn to like. Yeah, when I first went freelancer, I used to get shit scared you know if, if there was a quiet patch i'd be like oh my god right what am i gonna do what am i gonna do i need to set up another business i need to do this i need to do that yeah. and you know you're going to panic mode but having done it for i mean it's not that long five years but having done it that long now i've sort of learned that well work does always generally come in and if you just learn to relax then you do style it out a little just, bit more that's the thing isn't it you just hold your nerve better would you like work every day yes. Would would I like to work every, every day? Every single day. Um, even weekends. Aidan <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work weekends. <laughs> um, I would work every day, yeah. yeah. Of course I would, yeah. What's, all right, this I'm, is... I'm not, a, that's not why I freelance, because yeah. you generally do less working days or whatever. Mm-hmm. What do you, what's next then? Because how long are you going to be freelance? Are you going to do it like Rob's mate and do it till he falls into a grave? Or are you going to do it like instead of plan? This is my thing, because you go... The part of running a business is that it, you you can pivot the business. You can change it to go to where you want it to be rather than... I do plan to one day run a production company. Right. Um, it's just when that is. But is that... So the moment it actually freelancing for you is quite a safe bet, would you say? Yes, but... There will be an age where, or a time when I'm too old to run around with a camera yeah. on my shoulder all day and... Your camera's heavy. <laughs> there's there's going to be a time where I can't physically do it or I just don't enjoy doing it anymore yeah. and I prefer to be, you know. When does that come though? Because the thing, like, we all dislike the old job and that was the thing that galvanised you... Like that pressure and that conflict is the thing that galvanises you to change. But if you're safe and secure, you never that hunger never really comes. And that's what I was saying about those friends of mine who are put, want to put money away to guarantee that they can have six months 
and then they can grow the business that way. It's like, well, there's no fear or conflict or anything there. You've got, there's no risk because what you'll do is you'll get to the end of your money and go get a job. But for you, it's where's the bit that actually pushes you on? Is it going to be your body starts falling apart? You can't hold the camera or is there a desire to actually do it? Because that's the difference. The freelancing for you at the moment feels like you at the point where it's fine and it, I feel like I enjoy it and I'm good at it. I'm, yeah. I like to think I'm good at what I do. Yeah. Um, you don't have to change. This is the thing. You don't have to change. No, remember, no, that's so. it. But I think just thinking long term, it's, yeah. well, yeah, it, it's that kind of when is the right time for me yeah. to. Because there isn't really. There's not. This, the, the time has to be, if you have the thought and you actually want to do it, then that's the time rather than there being some sort of fucking message from the universe or whatever Rob thinks. The only. <clears throat> thing for me is those uh, the way i look at it is as soon as i set up yeah my own thing i become competition for the people that sure that book me, maybe you don't have to be there maybe you could do it like i will win <laughs> <laughs> you'll be you'll have retired by then rob <laughs> the but book the, will keep me going the book, right. <laughs> but i think um the, the the one thing for me is um, it is what you do is is I mean what we do what we all do is a li- it's a lifestyle job really isn't it I mean you could be anywhere in the country at any moment staying over in hotel rooms like we did last week um, and um, it's, Aiden it, doesn't like staying in hotel rooms. he doesn't though. like staying away from no. home a little bit do you I'm a bit of a home bird so yeah no. yeah every time we're doing a job we're like we're going down in the hotel this on this day it's like oh, can i not just drive in the morning i'm like no it's plymouth yeah <laughs> but i remember, you, I remember you saying about you know um if you don't mind me saying this you know we were we were driving me, me and Aidan did a job last week two two day job in um in london uh at an event called the risky business uh, conference which is very exciting a uh, little conference and um on the way back we were just talking about um you know Aidan feels like he 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 might be missing out on you know the sort of TV side of things, and um, you know, and and obviously you do the more sort of corporate end. And I think we were saying about the TV side how it is a major lifestyle thing. You know, I think you you did one recently, didn't you, with uh, the BBC, and you were away from your your family for about a week, weren't you? Two, three weeks, wasn't it? Three weeks. Yeah. I mean, how how do you feel about? It? I mean, you know, you. Well, you... it was the first TV gig I'd done, and the longest time I'd been away from my family ever um and yeah i didn't I, although i loved the job it was great worked with some great people i didn't enjoy being away from my family for that long but, but, everyone, that's, that's but everyone's that, different that's so that job though isn't it that's the if you're gonna go unless you're yeah, working d- for local news yeah then the job is going to be going away mm. like, yeah you do it if you're a wildlife cameraman you're away for six months at a yeah, time exactly right? yeah um if that, i was working in drama or you know features yeah. or whatever i'd be away for months and it's yeah i'm just not no, because it's like the glamour of it might seem like really alluring, mm-hmm. but actually the the practicality of it is you're still pretty much doing the same job. You're just with a bigger crew, mm-hmm. and you are a proper cog in the machine if mm-hmm. you do the bigger TV stuff because no one is expecting you to even come up with anything else rather than just like no, this is what needs to be shot. Whereas in ours, you do get freedom to you never really wait for that long, but also people do expect us to come up with stuff mm-hmm. regularly. And that would, just doesn't happen in TV. You do a specific role. That's the thing why it's never a, appealed to me. You're away from home. You're sacrificing the time at home to be a cog in a machine rather than being the the person coming up with everything. 
Mm-hmm. I don't, that's the thing that always struck me about TV. Mm. The pay's better though, isn't it? That's the yeah, yeah. I don't. Then, but that's the thing that drives you. Yeah, I think have, having a family, and you know, I mean, recently I've had a a, a, a baby, and I've. I've definitely feel like you, you know, where where going away to London doesn't feel as glamorous and did it ever feel like glamorous though? Going to London, it's a fucking nightmare. I, I, maybe glamorous isn't the right <laughs> word, but uh, you know, I I, I enjoyed. Um, I think I enjoyed just. Uh, I, I always wanted to travel in my job. It was travel, this is the thing: traveling to London over and over again doesn't feel like traveling, though, does it? No, it not like, really. No. I guess no. unless especially no. when you're working there, you never get to see. No, you never get to see. It's it. one of the most or enjoy see it. what. London, London, or any, never, any oh, of these nice yeah. places. Well, nice, you know, any of these places, you never get to enjoy yeah, them. You just... The thing is, we're, we're very privileged at what we do. So, you know, I mean, for example, you know, um, I, I filmed a lot of stuff with Tower Bridge. So, very often, I get, I get to have access to places no one ever gets to see. You know, we that, we, yeah. we are really privileged yeah. in yeah. our in our roles. That, it's but, very be, but that's being interested. That's ne- not necessarily the place. Being interested in the thing that you're filming. Like in the times we've been doing it, I've gone to like. Seen put the warheads on missiles and things like that, and gone on seeing the bit where they fire, you know, the the gelatin at an engine of hey, a we, plane. Me, and, me and you like sat that. on it's, Jet Two uh, as you know co-pilots together. Hmm? It's yeah. like yeah, you do get to see that sort, of, and it, you have to admit though, those things can at times be few and far between. There's more often than not you do sit in a room and interview somebody. Dean Windass in Blue Body Paint. You don't get to see. That, we don't do get to see. Yeah, that was Dean, Dean Windass. Dean Windass. Yeah. When we did this job, um, we got to film Dean Windass. I saw Dean Windass naked on that shoot. Can you get him on the show? <laughs> I, I, I could ask his agent. I suppose. Kind of what paying though. Um, yeah, you do get to do some. But it's not what this is about. This is meant to be about the fear, right, of starting. Because that's not about Dean Windows. Not about Dean Windows <laughs> and his Dean Windows is scrotum, which is what I had to say. So, um, what the the bit where you know the bit where you made a leap? I knew I needed to do it because I was chronically unhappy. Why did you make the leap? Because um, you never came across as unhappy. Um, yeah, no, I've just. Uh... It was just the right time. I'd, so where we worked, that was my first job out of uni. Right. And I studio of, manager. I lasted two years there. Yeah. Um, studio manager, first job. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but why did you leave? Why? What made you leave then? Because I left. Then you left, and then Rob left. Was I last to leave? Yeah. We I created you, really, didn't I? <laughs> what are you on about? Really? I created you. How so? Just in terms of the discipline of film. Whoa, that is... <laughs> so my three, my three years at film school were not, meant nothing. I mean, I mean, just how to... I mean, yourselves, uh, what is it, 27 grand? I mean, yeah. just, just, uni, how, just to, uh, how to wind Rob, up XLR come, cables. Come down to... People, you wait for people to give you that credit. You don't like force it on other people. Just sit there and go, "I created you. I moulded you." That's usually you, it. Doesn't you don't do that. That's not well. You don't go on like someone on Aiden's LinkedIn profile. Go, I made Aiden. Like, that's not the way. You, that's not the way it works. Aiden would say in yours, Rob really helped me, but but he probably an, didn't. An endorsement on LinkedIn for Aiden Metcalf Maker. <laughs> wait for that. Credit. Don't right, okay. it. Will, you, will you give me that credit? If there is an endorsement, yeah. There's I no, might do. Don't give him the, that credit because it's not. He, <laughs> Why? Because he didn't. You know what? If it's not <laughs> obvious, Rob, 
It's the wife. No, what, what I think... Well, the reason I say that, I, it's only... It's it, it was only something that Aiden said to me, which was quite nice. I, I remember it, because it's the first time everyone's given me a compliment. Right. Before I left, I, I was freelancing, right? Yeah. So I, I bring it back to freelancing. And um, I freelance with some quite senior lighting camera operators working in TV. Senior is in age or senior is I, I in... I think it's more in, in age and also in... Exp- it's always in age ...experience, really. <laughs> okay. so, Not in the job roles, it's just old men. What I found that was quite good about doing that role was um, they had a real discipline to what they did. So, for example, right. everything was packed properly. You know, you had a, a, a way of, um, of being on set, sure. uh, a way of... Tying up cables, a way of 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 just just being a professional. Yeah. And I think I, when I came to the agency as as head of production, I was keen to bring that into it. Sure. And I and I'm hoping that Aiden could could see that as well. And and he was keen to he was motivated also to try and keep up the same discipline. Right. And I think that's the only reason I say it is I did, I'm not saying I created you. Of course I didn't. You right? literally just said that. I did say that. <laughs> but what I mean is I I. You know, maybe we sort of try, you know, we try to instill a little bit of seriousness into what we're doing and made it important. I definitely learned things from you, Rob. What is happening now? Stuart. What is Stuart? Yeah, everyone. This is not what he's doing. But that's just wanking his head off. I thought this was about freelancing. Yeah, so what have you got with this? I'm coming back to freelancing now. So basically. What is the quality like now? Because, as I said, I've worked with some senior guys. What is the quality? Because there are so many freelancers. I, I get so many emails from people, right. freelancers, saying that they want jobs and this and that, right? I even remember when we did a shoot and a guy sent some stock of his, his imagery. Yeah. Um, and um, I thought, oh, yeah, he's a good cameraman. And we were in a rush. We needed a man. Brought him on board. It couldn't even white balance, right? You know, yeah. it, like... Like there is a lot of shit, and it's very difficult to to work out who is good and who is not. Good is that another thing we spoke about on a podcast a while ago? The difference between going to a company and going to a freelancer who is quite young and cheap. Mm. It's the risk, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. The risk you, you're taking is the, you're paying for the experience while you come to a a company. You know, well, they know what they're doing, and they will get the right freelancers if they need to get freelancers in. I mean, we've had freelancers. I've had freelancers before who. Um, I've done the same thing. I've not been able to white balance properly. Um, and I have to put a lot of trust in them because I know my way around the camera, but usually I'm not anywhere near the camera on a shoot. I won't go near it because usually I'll fucking delete the footage by accident or something like that. So I tend to avoid going near it. But usually I'm trying to create something or trying to do the interview. So you do have to trust people. And I do think there has always been shit freelancers it's not like there's more now it's just that filming is more ubiquitous but, now yeah but i mean the, the fact is that it's so cheap to just pick up a camera and do what yeah. you need to do and uh, and, I, and i worry about that because I, I worry about you know trying to it's, it's why i liked working with some of the senior guys is sure. they had a real discipline in what they did yeah and i'm keen for that to continue did you not feel that they were also some of the most unflexible people you've worked with i guess so yeah because i always found them massively difficult with pricing yeah yeah um the first question was, get what you it pay always for. got, first question from an older cameraman is, when we having lunch? That was always like, yeah. and it was just one shoot I went on with two more experienced, let's say, camera operators, complained that there wasn't a lunch bus. I'm like, it's a corporate really? shoot. Yeah, I was like, what are you on about? I can take you on a bus and buy you a sandwich if you want. A- but- Aidan often uh, requests Haribo's and, and Coke. And- 
The thing is, because Aidan's got the most bizarre dietary requirements for anybody That's a I've lie. That with. is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and we're cutting that out. <laughs> you don't get any say on what gets cut. Sorry. You signed that away. I've not signed anything. No, that was a lie. He doesn't. Um, you uh, buy him anyway. But he's, yeah, there, there, yeah, there might be some freelancers who do requests. <laughs> so, Aidan, how do you stay... Um, where are you trying to aim yourself in terms of uh, a professional? <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing is you try his artist, no, but you can't get anywhere. What he's trying to say is, you know, what are you, yeah. do you hold yourself to a certain standards or is it different it. company by that's, company that's that you go question. to? That's or is it, you know, when someone comes to you, do you get asked to, to look a certain way? Do you have to dress a certain way on certain clients? How do you manage that? Um... Do you just turn up in jeans and a t-shirt? And no, it's sometimes it different. Yeah. Um, do you ask before you go on a shoot, or do you know that if you come on a no. shoot with me, you know it's going to be a little bit more relaxed? Yeah, but some some companies will send out call sheets and it'll be stated on the call sheet. Yeah, smart dress or yeah. blacks, crew blacks. Um, yeah, yeah. But a lot of production companies. So the... A lot of production companies are different. So you know, some people you don't even get call sheets from. It's just a. It's just a text the night yeah. before with an address and a time. Is that, is that me? Is that you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you send call sheets. But, um, well, I don't. Someone else in the company does. What makes the best production, production company to work for? What, what, what do you... What? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you run out of Ask the question. I've just asked it. <laughs> so what was the question? <laughs> what, what makes a good production company to work for? That's my question. Um, just some a company that's organised and they know what they're doing and what they want, so that when you rock up on a shoot, they're not just saying, uh, "Right, um, yeah, I think we're going to do this. Or I think we're going to do that. We just need to check with the client." Or that's going to happen a lot because you don't. Um, does that happen for companies that are doing video that aren't speciali- specialised in video? Do you say? Do you reckon that would happen more? Say it was an agency that didn't specialise in video. That's the sort of response you're going to get because then the maybe not as experienced with it maybe so yeah i don't know it's, it's just always different yeah. each job's different isn't it so yeah it's not always the company it's, it depends on the job as what's, well what's going to be interesting is is when you do go into the world of, of you know starting a production company hmm. you have obviously got used to the way of working your your mind has got way used to the way of working um and i find that we're often battling with not just, you know, we've, we've got to obviously tell a client how something yeah. is done, you know, and, and, and your job, I would imagine, is you have to just listen to what they want. And mm-hmm. But if you start your own business, you're going to have to lead that. Yeah. More. That's as if you're being led at the moment in terms of you were expecting to be given things. But it's the, the value added that you can give by starting your own business and doing it as a company is that you... You've got more creative input, Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also the way things are run. This is one of the reasons for us doing it and me starting off a business was I was really struggling with... I didn't like what I was doing anymore, but it was the only thing I knew how to do. So when I um, made that decision, it was based on doing it differently. I wanted mm-hmm. to do it the way I thought it should be done. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing. We go from freelance to... Um, starting your own business, it's those lessons on the things that you stand there and go, that shit was really frustrating because this happened and this happened. And your aim or hope, the hope would be that you're putting your own stamp based on that experience. I think that's the thing when I speak to other people about setting up their own business, they're worried about clients and work and money and all this sort of stuff. But actually, the only thing you need to worry about is how do you communicate 
clearly enough that what you're doing is right because you believe it to be right and you believe that's the 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 niche you're gonna fall into. And I think that's what, you know that's what people have the fear with. How do you communicate? How would your how would you be different from aiding the freelancer to aiding the company? Straight away, not different at all. I'd still be camera operating. Yeah. Um yes, I'd obviously be a lot more in touch with the client. Yeah. Well the thing is though, Stu, I don't know whether I wouldn't be doing it on my own. Right. Okay. I'd be doing it with someone that right. hopefully has some experience in the areas where I lack it. Sure. Um well, surely in a way you have got <clears throat> a production company. I mean like like Well, this is you, what I said before. If you're kind of, operating what I do is a watered down version of I think so. Just our clients are the, different. Yeah, the difference is you are approaching direct with the clients yeah, and you're making them the videos. Exactly. And I work with so many freelancers who do do that and then they, they plug in people like me or Stu. And, and yeah, you know, that, I think the difference like, is it's not because you're not doing it just one specific task when you're doing it as a business, you're there to grow the business as well. Like as a freelancer, you're there to, your, your growth is based on the amount of days and hours you're willing to put in, but there are only 24 hours in a day and once you've worked them all, that's it. So that your growth is limited to your ability to stay awake and work properly. Whereas a business, that's not what it's about. It's about growing it. So it is different because our our like push or the direction we're trying to go in is very different to freelance. And you do have to make a decision because freelancing, I was always really comfortable with it. I was genuinely happy because I could, like, the amount of hours I was doing was always such a choice. So what made you start your own and not go freelance when you left? I think mine was um, I wanted a business and I also wasn't confident enough in my own ability of the, for the projects I wanted to work on. You probably would have okay. been at, at square one again, though, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Because you were talking about the reason you went um, started a, a production yeah. company was so that you could have control of yeah. what you were doing and, and you wouldn't do if you were freelance. No, you wouldn't. I think that the, the, the level I would have been at was an issue. I knew I was all right, but I knew I could be better. And I was like, I would rather, when I hit that ground as a freelancer, if I ever get to that again, it would be, I'm way up here now with all the other stuff I've learned. I'm also, I can, because I've run a business and because I've done big strategic planning for companies and I've been a creative director now, I would go in at such a higher level. And I feel like it's maybe more difficult to step that up than it is to go in straight away at that level. Like, it's really difficult from our business. Like the work that we do, I think we spoke about in a previous podcast, we do, even though we do a lot of different videos, it fits into a specific target and a specific market. So for us to go and get like shitloads of cinema ads and TV ads is people don't perceive us that way. And I think it's quite difficult to get yourself to be perceived that way. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. I think you do fit, and there's a free answer. <clears throat> like pricing, for example. Say you go to your customers and say I'm putting my prices up I've never put my prices up and it feels like it's the, the most difficult conversation to have but if I had started at a level it would have never been an issue I put my prices up did you well I, I, I have a studio that's yeah. got a lot of uh, extra overheads and yeah I had to put it up a little bit I remember when I before I went freelance I was in the I was going freelance basically yeah. and in fact, it was at your wedding, and uh, one of your guests, I was chatting to him about it, and he said, oh, what's your rate? And I told him, and he slapped me around the face. <laughs> was it Lawrence, by any chance? Yeah, he slapped me around the face, and he went, no one's going to take you seriously at that rate. What did you tell him? 
He actually slapped you. He slapped me around the face. This was like was late, late on at yeah. night. He was, he was pretty drunk. But I was a bit like... Um... It's interesting though, that. Yeah, what <laughs> no, it is say? interesting. Isn't it? it is a thing. <laughs> Very interesting. You, you, people do generally undersell themselves when they go to be freelance. And I get this question, how, how do you work out your daily rate? It does make me question, that, when someone comes to me and, uh, and he says, yeah, I'm 250 a day. Yeah. I'm like... What's the catch? <laughs> you know, what's wrong like, with this the, kid? But then there is that risk. That's, you're going back to the risk thing, isn't it? You sit there and say, um, am I going to get someone who can't fucking white balance the camera? Or am I getting someone who just doesn't understand pricing? I'm not Can gonna you lie, take that's... that 250 out, please? Because people will start charging me 250 thinking that I think that's low. <laughs> <laughs> I meant 150. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's been the hardest thing I've found is... Uh, Try to figure out what yeah. rate I should be charging. Because as you invest more time and more kit and learn more, surely your your value your, your your day rate goes up. Like I said, my day rate has never gone up, and whenever I've broached a conversation, it, I've always been slapped down over it. I think people are greedy. Free, there are freelancers who are the very people who greedy. do it really differently. I because I, I always disagreed with the. I, and we've had this me and Rob have had this conversation a lot. A freelancer who a freelance camera op who then charges you more to use their camera gear, drives me up the wall. I, I see, that's why I disagree. <clears throat> I, I think that I think that um, if Aidan invested in a red camera, yeah. right, he's spending a fortune it's on that. It's not your issue, And though. that's bringing you it's not your issue. a it's lot not... of added value sure. to your projects. It's... So he should be charging that to you. As, no, no, but a... he would charge it as, he'd say, if you, I, w- I would expect that. I would actually hire is Aiden's experience mm. and his ability. You get that, and you've yeah. got to pay a little bit extra for, for the camera, which is... Whatever like, camera he chooses to use. I wouldn't get a fucking plumber, and he comes around and goes, oh, well, if you want me to use my tools, you've got to pay but extra. this is different, though. It's not different. It is, because a spanner's not giving you any extra value. It is, though, because if he's shit without it, he's got to get his hands. So the value is quite obvious there. I don't... Yeah, there's I, not the, a lot of... In, he doesn't have to invest what a lot I would of rather, money. I would rather it be... like Because someone would come to me and say... I am 500 a day, and it's with, yeah, it's I, with I, kill yeah, without kill. Absolutely. Instead of going saying, oh, but you can have me for 300 with no kit. I was like, well, I don't, I don't want you for your fucking company, mate. I want you to film something. So tell me what the figure is. Yeah. That's the thing that really bothers me, because I understand that production companies a lot, a lot of the time have when, their own kit. When you're aiming at agencies, that's when you've got to bring your rates down. I find that when I... When yeah, because I they have, have to do a mark yeah, on it. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. And, that, and um, <clears throat> you know, so in a way, I almost go out as a freelancer sometimes, you know, to... Agencies. I think we get there's a lot of times when someone will come to you and tell you how, how much money they've got, mm. and that's what you work to. So if somebody came to you and it was a free, this might happen less to you. This is maybe the difference here because as a business, you look at lots of other things in terms of is it a client that will grow? Is it something that is worth? Is it a lost leader? Can you look at it and go, well, I'm gonna, I'm they've only quote they've, they've only got five days worth of money, but the job's gonna take seven or eight days. But is it? such a big opportunity that it's worth taking the risk. Whereas you're build out specifically for your time, right? Mm-hmm. No one's coming to you saying, can I have three days for free? No. Right, and that's the difference between it as a business and as a freelancer, you don't, you do, as a business, you see the growth. That's the thing you're always trying to look at and manage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not easy because that, that's a massive risk all the time as well. But I would never sell us as a freelancer on it. It's always... Yeah, sure. Yeah, is it something that can grow into something bigger? Hmm. That's what she said. I'll probably call that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Actually, the one thing I wanted to uh, quickly chat about. Oh, this is exciting. Okay, this is yeah, and it's from one of your previous ones. Was the right. whole um, greetings? Um, so they're shaking right. hands oh, and hugging. Yeah, yeah. You used to hug people all the time, Stu. I think I've become more socially awkward. Right. Okay. I think I've become. I think that was a barrier. At our old place, you used to hug a lot of people. Right. In fact, when I brought my wife in one time. You hugged his wife? You tried I don't to remember hug. hugging your you, wife. That was one of the first things you said to her. Give me a hug. <laughs> you said <laughs> And uh, She never, never... Did she hug him? Got anywhere near me since. I think I told her to stay back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used, to be, I used to be a lot more uh, of a hugger. And now I'm like... Uh, now you're a, a sniffer. Now, but it's, <laughs> used to sniff hair, didn't you? No, come on, right, this is <laughs> definitely a character here. This is, none of this is true. You sniff women's hair I don't, what, them. this is getting caught. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Can we leave this in, please? Oh, uh, whatever. The amount that you live in it makes me look ridiculous. <laughs> you say the stuff, though. I don't usually get thrown at you. No, I don't, but I'm not, I'm, I, the, the greetings and the handshakes and all that stuff, I just question why we fucking do it. I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. So, you, like, with people that you know, like, me and Rob had this really awkward, after we filmed the last podcast. Oh, yeah. But this really awkward moment where I complained about not wanting to be touched by anybody or hug anybody <laughs> either. And as we're leaving, we had this moment where we sort of moved in towards each other and then walked away. And as I was leaving, I went, oh, we didn't hug. And you went, I don't... I don't know if you want one or not. And then we walked back across the car park and then halfway through we went, this is getting weird and then walked away we from each other. did we? No. And now it's going to continue <laughs> to be awkward. It, but the thing is, I get blamed for making it awkward by not wanting to shake people's hands or touch anybody. How do you greet your, when you first see your, your clients at an interview or anything? Do you give them a hug? Depends who it is. It's always different. You don't hug them, but you shake their hand. Even you know. shaking, I find shaking a hand a bizarre thing. As with any work colleagues or whatever, there's some people you you know better than others or get on with better than others. So you did have a very limp handshake when I first met you. That's probably one this thing. This is I, the thing. Why are you talking people on stuff? I did right. learn from we talked Rob. about this what? though, didn't we? Yeah, I think what? that was one thing you said to me from day one. Actually, you need to sort <coughs> toughen, that out. Toughen up your handshake. But man. why do you have to have a tough handshake? Why, why does it say? This is my problem. It says there's it way me. too much pressure and onus on the the strength of your handshake when there could be loads of. Mitigating circumstances. Yeah, if you've you got have arthritis, <laughs> then... I've not. You've not. You've just got a damp handshake. <laughs> so, oh, it's better now. It's better now. You've yeah. worked on it. Why is I've it better? It. Just stronger. But why is that <laughs> for you? <laughs> why? why? What do you mean? Do you want to try it? Don't... See, touch it. Ooh, there's a little finger in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's meant, like to, that's meant to be a secret. That's a, a nice, surprise. That's though. a nice little <laughs> tickle, oh, little handshake tickle. We're just saying I'm not touching people. I'm not <laughs> no shaking hands. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird now. Do you shake, do you hug your wife, Stu? Yeah. Do you shake her hand? <laughs> <laughs> do you shake your wife's hand? It's a weird thing. Anyway, I try to shake my wife's hand at least once a day. <laughs> <laughs> Does she do it back? And he goes, like, what are you doing, man? No. I've got this way of, like, with my dad. Right. Like, hugging my dad. Right. So, we hug all the time now. But yeah. before it was, like, handshake, see you later, kind D of thing, you know? Did you speak like that to each other? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he, I went up to him, yeah. right? And we were, we were saying bye. And yeah. he put his hand out. And I, I patted his hand out of the way. You hit him? And then went in for the hug. 
Why was it so aggressive? Yeah. It's just it was like you backhanded his. That. Let's hug it out, baby. You know, it was like that. It was <laughs> Did you like, say that? I didn't say that, but it was. That was what it felt like. Oh, that, <laughs> did he feel like that? We was, hug all the time now. Yeah. Wow. We hug all right. the time. I just. There's nothing wrong with being a bit weirded out by the people's constant need to touch each other. It's fine to be. You're allowed to be that. No, I, mean, I got what you were saying about the Rob's whole just the stag me, sorry, do thing. Rob's just giving me a sign. I don't know what it is. You just put. Ten minutes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You, you're leaving that in, aren't you? Yeah. Carry on. Uh, the, like the stag do thing when you, the Everyone, guy was saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you. So there's times on shoots when you get that, like all the freelancers, whether you're working with soundies yeah. and directors or whatever, they're all saying bye to everyone and yeah. the producer or whatever. And you're kind of like, you're, you just happen to be last and you're like, all right, yeah, I've kind of got to say. When, when you're on I've a kind of got to shake hands all yeah. up now. and. The hugging thing's weird on a shoot. When you're on a shoot, though, right? Yeah. Say you're on a, like a longer shoot, like a free, like the MTV shoot we did in in the studio. Yeah. We were all working on that, right? And mm-hmm. and at the end of that, it felt like we'd all like That's connected, it, yeah. like, and, and it felt like we had to hug. Yeah. We, we even did fucking team photographs. I mean, you, did. you know, it was. But they felt like it's the things like that feel like a bit more of a, a like a teamwork and an effort. Like you genuinely uh, have some sort of team bonding during that. Did mm-hmm. a shoot so you go on which. Aren't like the whole one that we did. They felt like a team, and it was such a a mammoth effort from everybody that it was a relief when it was over. Not because um, you wanted it to be over; it was a relief because you're like, "Well, I've, this has all worked," and that's what you all come together over. This has genuinely worked. Did anyone hug at the end of that? No, I, everyone left, and I was left cleaning the fucking house for hours because everyone, everyone else just left, just staring at a naked Dean Windows, staring at a naked Dean Windows cleaning a house. Yeah. Did, did people go? I don't know if they did or not. I think I was so I tired. I just need to get away from everybody. Um, that was a that was a, a busy shoot. That was a busy shoot, but that's sometimes it was more interesting because it was completely different. Mm-hmm. It was a good. good um, one. How do you feel about being our first guest, then, Aiden? Is that um, a privilege or an honour? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just hope it's as good as you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's as good as you hoped. Well, <laughs> you are the most meek guest. I don't feel like, yeah, I don't feel like I've really contributed that no, much. You've been to great, be you know. It's been yeah, it's seen into the world, into your world. We didn't really. We just sort of shouted yeah, at, just kind of, at each other. Yeah. <laughs> if you have learned anything from Aidan's information, please tweet us at day underscore game. <laughs> hey, you did it, yes. but you still fucking struggled with it, though, didn't you? <laughs> day underscore game. He doesn't. Aidan doesn't like our Twitter handle. It's a terrible Twitter handle. I didn't pick it. Who did? I think that's why I like it. I think that's why I like it. I put the day the dog came into the office podcast and they just picked at day underscore came. There's a lot of inconsistencies. (laughs) There's a lot of inconsistencies. You can go on and change it. No, you can't. Pretty sure you can. Like, I can't. I I can't change it now. We've been talking about it. I also can't change. (laughs) So for next week. But then, I also can't change. There's something wrong with the RSS feed. So you go on iTunes. It says the day the dog came came into the office. And I can't fix it. I don't know how to fix it. If someone can tell me how to fix the RSS feed, without losing it, you don't. I, yeah, we could just start again. Wipe this off. Forget it ever happened. <laughs> and get more serious. No, Rob. No. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, if we what did we cover? So we've 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 covered. Um, Aiden's bike, <laughs> so, cyclist of the year. Aiden's uh, shit award. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, what, how, how do you become the freelancer of the year? I mean, what, what can you do to become you one of You have to earn a reward for that, Shane. It just costs money, so I won't bother. <laughs> I don't think there is such what? a reward. I think there probably is. There's really some sort of awards. Like Beck 2 will have a ceremony for it or something. So uh, yeah. you don't want to, but you have to pay to go to it. And you yeah. have to pay to enter. Yeah. I won't bother. Just I think you're the freelancer of the year. Thanks, Stu. Rob's third. I don't know second. What's Stu like when you're working with Stu? He... I never really worked with you. You I mean, worked with, honest, you work with everyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Probably haven't worked with you since... Whole pro no MTV we did that oh, so, yeah. Yeah. but I'm not yeah. but even then I'd, you were in the back most of the time yeah I'm quite do you know what I think we should get on to the show what um, one of your employees <laughs> and we'll like ask them <laughs> like about about what it's like working with you as a boss but it's not you know? like the, what is it it'd the... be fascinating though won't it? will it yeah uh, uh, we've got to make it make sure that they feel no, willing to talk about exactly, it exactly you know? which they won't be because <laughs> why would they be you sort of got to throw them on me no, that's always going to be an awkward situation is it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's why it'll make such a good podcast we we interview what, just an hour's worth of awkward conversation it, well, pretty, much, pretty much what <laughs> this was <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's fine it's fine have uh, we not got like a funny topic to we never have any topics. We, all we do up. is the, top, the topics tends to start quite serious. Yeah. And then fall apart quite quickly. Yeah. yeah. You can bring a topic, though. Guests can bring a topic with them. Can they? I yeah. wasn't told We didn't this. ask him that, though. No, but we also didn't plan <laughs> he anything. He brought a microphone with him. <laughs> I, I, had to bring, I had to bring my own mic. <laughs> that makes his production house seem worse. You have to bring <laughs> your own thing. Alan, what are you, we, we need sponsors. That's, that's what, that's what yeah. we need. I'm taking my mic back after yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at your watch for? I just keep checking the time. Are you not, why, why, why aren't you working today? Uh, just haven't been booked. Uh, when's your next booking then? Tomorrow. Why couldn't you film on Saturday and I had to film it and I didn't want to do it? Well, it's luckily that I couldn't. I've had this migraine, haven't I? But, um, you could have just I manned had, up and got I over had, that. I was doing stuff with the family, so. Yeah, but I had to film and Rob wouldn't do it either. Was How was it? Here's a question it's for you. Boring. I've got, got a out. question for you. <clears throat> so, I mean, we struggle with regards to cash flow, right? We've talked about that in a few yeah. episodes, right? So the world of freelance, I mean, that it will be a lot more challenging, I would imagine, because... You've had to chase me before. For yeah, it. yeah. Because your cash flow affects you, basically. But in a way, you hand over the footage at the end of the day, right? You've got nothing that you can keep a client ransom for. Yeah. You've just got to hope that they pay you within that certain period. And that... I hate that that could be difficult. I, I'd, I'd struggle to work like that. Have you yeah. ever binned anybody off for not paying you? No. I've never not been paid. Sometimes you had to wait a while for it, though. Yeah. Because like I've only that... once not been paid. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Who was that off? Me? For what? <laughs> Remember the guy in Manchester? I paid you for that, didn't I? He didn't pay me. I paid you for it. Are you sure? Yeah, he didn't pay me. That was the thing, I had to pay you and you didn't pay maybe me. That's it. Maybe, yeah, I'm getting confused then. Yeah, I definitely paid you for it. If not, I probably paid you maybe half of it just to go... I yeah. think you should pay him right now. I haven't got any money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I've no, I've, I've never not been paid by anyone then. Because that's the, the difficult thing is, you know, as a freelancer, you've just been affected by our cash flow. Have you ever been paid by anyone on the day of your shoot? Yeah, I have, yeah. Who, who was that? Um... Did Rob pay... <laughs> what is this? <laughs> So just when did when did that happen? Why did you do that, Rob? Last week. <laughs> Why did you do but that? I, I just thought he did such a good job, you know. I'd I'd rather pay someone and move on. 
No, don't have to worry You're about it. You're making me look bad, but I gave both of you fuckers work when you went on your own. So. <laughs> hey, I'm giving you work at the moment. Are you? Well, you've, 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 you've had podcast. a few animation projects from my, cl- you know. This is what this has turned into now. You started this. Yeah. By making it some sort of competition where I oh, call right, the bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what on, av- on average, what, what, in terms of uh, payments, how many days does it take? Roughly. It's always different. Thirty days. It's always different. So if you yeah. look on like there is a honestly, it's yeah. I mean, I'd say if I've probably got just under ten regular clients, yeah. and each one of them is different. Do you pay yourself a wage? No, no. So whatever you're getting is is you. I'll always try to put some obviously to one side for tax and mm. everything. Yeah. Are you VAT registered as well? Then? No. Did you not? Have you been advised to be VAT registered? With all the kit you buy, I don't know. Yeah, no, I was going to say with the kit. Earlier on, I was. Right. Um, but then something changed. Was it about two, three years it ago? Has to, there has some of this changed. I think. Um, that, I mean, isn't, the, isn't the variable rate of VAT has changed? I don't know. My accountant said something about right. it might not be worth it. But. but if you're not. So when you buy kit, then there's no claiming the VAT back on it. Mm-hmm. Is that. So I just bought a load of new kit. I don't know why I'm pointing. I know, yeah, where is it behind you? It's just behind you. <laughs> I bought a load of new uh, a load, load new kit last year. So I imagine this year, when I speak to my accountant, he's probably going to say, go VAT, VAT register. But I don't know if you can back date uh, it or not. I think it's a conversation for somebody else, because I don't know. I think you can, actually. Next week, you have an accountant. Yeah, your, uh, account, I, I think there's a certain amount of time you have to... Uh, I think you can backdate uh, it, though, can't you? Tell them that you're that registered. So yeah, I don't yeah. think you back, go back five, three, four years. No, no, no. It's, you're probably maybe a six year. months or, yeah, or something, yeah. yeah. I think you can do that. In fact, we should stop giving advice unless we know what it is. But we don't know anything. Yeah. That's <laughs> a problem. So, and no one's listening to this for advice, are they? I don't know. Have you spoken to anybody else this week who's listened? Uh, there's a, yeah, all my mates Does listen to every listen episode. To it? No. Does she not listen to it? No, she's too busy. Yeah, but she could have it on in the background while she's... But my mates have complained that it's not relevant to them. Well, don't fucking listen to I know, that's what I said to them. You're not our audience. Yeah. <laughs> is, people... is this relevant to anyone? Yeah, who is this relevant to? Yeah, well, I mean, freelancers will listen to this, won't they? Yeah, but I'm not sure if anything we've spoken about today, a freelancer's going to listen and <laughs> yeah, say... Yeah, yeah. Somebody who's getting fr- into your yeah, industry. That thing that we said about... Pretty... It, you, you have to understand, the stuff we talk about about making the leap is probably the most relevant bit because that's the bit that everyone I encounter who wants to be freelance are so scared of that leap. Yet, to be honest, it didn't really bother me that much. I think I've said before, the day you leave is the happiest you are and the next day is the the scariest day you'll ever have because you've got to go and find a load of fucking work. Mm -hmm. But you've basically said the same thing. It was fine and then you had a load of kit and you were like, shit. Mm. Yeah, but you can't do it without the kit. Exactly. You can't do it without. No. Oh, well, apparently you can. You can go and get hired without the kit and turn off without the camera. I don't know anyone that... No. I don't know anyone that does that. You'd be on a hide into nothing with that. I feel like you did that. I know a cameraman who doesn't own a camera. Was he working and he rents his... it out every time he... he has yeah, a but if he worked that into his cost, that'd be fine. But yeah. I wouldn't... I, the, the thing we said before about that hiring without and hiring with, just mm. to find it mental. Yeah. Um, and then... But you never said that why... You never said why you started. Why I started? Yeah. We already talked about that. Because I was depressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a good motivator. Isn't it? Actually, it's the opposite of being a motivator. Yeah. 
I didn't know what to, I, I needed out. I needed an yeah, out, yeah. and that was the only way out. And um, and I had no idea if it's going to work or not. And and uh, um, I it was yeah. And I got out, and it. I just happened to be here five years later. So, all right. Yeah. So, uh, what we're we doing next week? I've got. I'm in Cannes. Yeah. On Friday. So we need to record another podcast in, in between Cannes. now and Friday. No. <laughs> so we need to do another one before I what, go on no. Friday. Not right now. No. But when are I'm, you? I'm taking my mic. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we've got. Oh, you've got one, haven't you? Well, it's only going to be us two and another two mics. No, but I'm, I've got my. I might have a guest lined up. For when are they coming in? Well, when do you want to do the podcast? I can do it any day this week. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Well, or Thursday. Wednesday. Well, aim for Wednesday. I'm not. I'm be able to do Wednesday now. I've said okay. that. Do people really want to know this? Aiden does. <laughs> so anyway, I want to know. Whatever, we'll figure it out. Thank you very much for listening to the Day the Dog Came In podcast with our first guest, Aidan Metcalf. Thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Thanks. It was well done on winning Best Cyclist of the Year 2003, was it? 1995. Very different years. Um, where you where you passed your cycling proficiency better than anyone else in the country when you were seven. No, well, just, just better than anyone else in building or Shipley. Oh, really? <laughs> so it's... Yeah. See, I think he missed the significance of it. It's not. It's not <laughs> yeah. a big. Th- I don't know why that's a big thing. I don't know why you tell people that. You said you didn't like these fun facts that I was Excuse planning me? to do with these yeah. guests. I don't think it's that impressive. I'm not going to. I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> what? I thought, in fact, I wouldn't put that on your CV. I would put. I'd turn it off. I'd read your CV and be like, well, that's not impressive. I'd remember it if I were. But no, I, what I would do is, in fact, I'd get him in. I'd sit and go, God, you were the best cyclist. In the country, he has a bike to ride. Hang on, I want to yeah. check you in out. On this. Can you send us a picture for the Twitter to of the of you on the bike, and we'll put it out as the get, I find as, the as the uh, a newspaper clipping. Yeah, yeah, could you send it in? Yeah, we'll tweet it out. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. totally not that impressive. Sorry, you just wait and see. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. it's just <laughs> not that impressive. Do you know what the um, little caption for the photo was? What wheelie good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes really good it's only passing your proficiency test though anyway thanks very much for listening you can tweet us at day underscore hmm, I messed up then De- at day underscore came that's it uh, with anything you want to ask us um, and we'll be back next week I, I'm not very good at wrapping this up yeah, what are we talking about next week? We're not having a guest on. Well, we don't well, we announce what we're talking about. No, we don't. We should do that, shouldn't we? Well, no, because we, we don't know. We don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be something really good. <laughs> really, no, tell you really what, next good. Week, it's yeah. going to be something so, really so good. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, play the jingle. Better, 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 better. Done. Cut it there. There you go. <laughs>